How we're doing, everybody? Uh, welcome to episode sixteen of the Reprojection Podcast. Um, on uh, this is the second part of our episode on it, uh, the nineteen ninety version with Tim Curry. Uh, I'm Scott Kingston here, as always, with uh, Michael Hunt. How are we doing, Mike? Hello, hello. Yes, very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. Not bad at all. We we kind of. Um, Decided not really to, because because this is the second part of an episode, we're not really going to bother. We don't really have to do a synopsis or anything. It's essentially picking up from from the last episode, sort of we're essentially doing the second half of the film, which is largely them as adults, isn't it? So, um, mm-hmm. yep. yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I actually watched the whole thing again. Um, Did you? Yeah, I watched it all again um, because I, I kind of, when I watched it for last week's episode, I'd kind of, uh, I had to have it on while I was working and I was kind of, I don't know, I wanted to watch it in full in case I missed a few bits. Um, so... Yeah, there was there was one thing I noticed from sort of the first part of the film that we didn't cover last week. Um, why does Haystacks live in a garage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he's living up to his name at all, it should be a barn, surely. <laughs> Have you noticed his front his front door is a shutter? He lives in a fucking garage. It's a nice garage. It's quite a nice gaff he's got, but um, lives in a garage. Um, so that was that was I think that was probably the only thing I had. From, from from the first half of the film from last week, most 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 of my other discussion points for today are the second part. But yeah, didn't pick up on that. Why 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 is that a thing? Well, he's an architect, isn't he? So he probably uh, that was probably trendy for nineteen ninety. Who knows? Just living in a fucking converted old shitter like a garage, like, like a yeah, like a garage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, little, uh, oh no, Ben, your architect trophy. Oh no. <laughs> He's broken. Oh yeah, the birdie blows off when uh, as soon as he gets the phone call. Bit of a vibe killer. And uh, yeah, first of all, he's like, "Oh, you're so beautiful," and he's like, "Right, fuck off." Yeah, he's about to get laid, and then he gets the call to go back to Derry, uh, which is kind of uh, where the second part of the film kind of pick, picks up. Really, is as all the children who fought it as kids get the call from Mike, who stayed in the town, to go back uh, thirty years later. Um, and yeah, they all sort of start to all start to arrive um, at, at, at into back into Derry. The first one to get there is Bill, um, and uh, he, but, but Billy boy, and he, he 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 instantly puts his foot in it because um, he stands outside. Uh, he, he meets Michael in the library, and then they go out, and, he, and, and Bill was like, "Oh yeah, this is always the poor part of town." <laughs> and Mike just goes, "Yeah, still is." He turns out to stand yeah. outside his stand outside his house. <laughs> <laughs> I love what you've done with the place. <laughs> oh, so you're in the ghetto of Derry, are you? Lovely. Um, yeah, he's the first to rob. They, they also Mike presents him with his bike from Charles uh, High Silver, which is rusted to fuck. And they have a little, there's a little montage scene where they they start riding the bike. And um, Bill Bill Denver does the probably the whitest thing I've ever seen anyone do. He does like a David Brent, like I think Mike Hanlon. He, he rides the bike over a seesaw. <laughs> And like <laughs> Bill, Bill sort of tries to celebrate like the little dance. He does like like the David Brent point with both fingers <laughs> down to the ground. It's it, it's incredibly cringeworthy when you watch it. It's it's quite embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah, I remember that um, being something that made me feel a bit sick. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I just don't know whether it's uh, Bill. I mean, you know, white men can't dance that's no. been established now they've, they've done tests well that so, that guy's that guy's done nothing for us with that scene he's done he's, he's, he's done nothing <laughs> he's, done, he's done nothing for for, for white men dancing in that because it's, <laughs> it's shockingly poor um 
But he does have a lovely little ponytail that's tied he up in a little strap. He does have a lovely little ponytail. Um, and he's got, uh, while, while he's away, his missus is, um, his missus is trying to, she, she eventually comes to the town to try and track him down. But first she's with that, uh, that Greco bloke. Who, Greco. Yeah. <laughs> this, this film's theme is like really unscary threats. Like, uh, like obviously you remember Bill Denver threatening to put, uh, Put um, the, the put, put, Harry Bowers in the hospital. Put you in a yeah, hospital. Hospital. Well, Greco um, tries to tell Audra not to go looking for a husband, and, he can, and he's like a little. Again, he's got a little ponytail, and he's like a little, a little short Italian-looking bloke. And he mm. just goes, he goes, he goes don't, you don't want to go looking for me. He goes, I can replace Bill. He goes, I can't replace you. He goes, don't turn me into an enemy willing to destroy you at any cost. It's <laughs> <laughs> like what. Doctor Evil, all of a sudden. <laughs> it's, it's like the list. This little bloke trying to threaten me. Shut up! I can Run go back to you, little daughters. freak. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, what are you going to do? Ooh, what? Get a haircut? Fuck off! <laughs> Sweaty little cunt. Yeah, fucking Greco. Um, Greco. Yeah. No, that's a brief, brief little scene because I think he basically tries to put the moves on her, and and then it might go south. So, yeah, he, he just makes a very. It's a very wordy threat as well. <laughs> I'm willing. Your husband to- is a piece of shit. Now fuck Greco, <laughs> or I will destroy you at any cost. Um, yeah, all right, mate. <laughs> this um, time it's personal. <laughs> oh dear! I mean, it, it, it starts to show all of them sort of slowly arriving back in town. You get um, Haystacks goes back into town, and he asked he asked to pull over by the old barracks, which is like the Baron, sorry, where they oh, used yeah. to uh, where, where they used to hang out, and. Um, Conveniently, he sees a fat kid getting chased by a gang of bullies. I was going to say that. Very, very, a lot. You know, a lot. It's another very convenient plot point. It's like exactly yeah. what happened to him in the first movie. He goes down yeah. to the exact location and some fat kids get chased by a load of bullies who give him a bit of a kick. <laughs> and uh, the way Haystacks helps him, he gives him a fucking bandana, dripped in rainwater. Like, here you go. You're the and, and the kid's yeah. like, oh, thank God you had your bandana. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh well, I, I, ne- I never leave home without it, mate. Uh, you know, wouldn't wouldn't be caught dead without my fucking gang colours. <laughs> if, if I'm ever out in the pub and I get beaten up by some fucking drunken prick, I'll tell my right, who's got a bandana? I'm in trouble yeah. here. Like, gonna dip dip it in some fucking drain water. Like, <laughs> they go into quite a bit of detail in the book about how the the fucking the water that comes out of that pipe is essentially all the shit that get that gets flush down the drain. <laughs> so, <laughs> essentially going shit into his open water. <laughs> exactly. Here's some fucking tetanus for you. <laughs> Hopefully it'll kill you faster than the fucking obesity will. <laughs> he then, he then as, if, as if things don't get an, a, another sort of semi he bumps into that old tramp, doesn't he? <laughs> I wasn't going to hurt you. I don't even know you. <laughs> he goes. He's, he's what he goes to the bit where um he sees his dad's ghost again because like Pennywise kind of rocks up as they're all coming back into town and he shows up as a skeleton and he's like of Ben of Haystack's dad and he's like Ben, good to see you back here, son. And then as as sort of Ben sort of transfixed watching the skeleton from a distance, this fucking tramp taps him on the shoulder and makes him jump. And Ben, oh, and ben, and ben fucking runs off and he goes. The tramp just goes. I wasn't gonna hurt you. I don't even know you. <laughs> oh, so, so if you had known him, you would have. What? Well, well, how would have? Would you have played it differently? Or yeah. uh, yet another reason not to try and help the homeless? <laughs> are we are we friends now? Because I'm going to cut you if we are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was, and, and, and then you get. Um, 
You get Bev's. Bev comes back into town and she knocks at her dad's old place. Oh yeah, Mrs. Kirsch. And it turns out to be Kirsch. Yeah, uh, it's it's like an old woman who invites her in and she seems quite normal. And then <laughs> she she makes tea. That's what she, she makes tea, doesn't she? And then she starts like fucking slurping it down like a fucking yeah. like a dog eating up chips. And Bev's just a bit like, <laughs> what is what is going on? And well, then, her, tea, her tea starts going manky, doesn't they? So, yeah. I mean, if that were me, I'd be thinking, fuck me, I'm not drinking that tea. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How many sugars? Her tea have instantly gone rotten. How many sugars does she have in it? Fucking. <laughs> I think I prefer this version of that Mrs. Kirsch scene than I do the one in the in the newer version of the film. That's weirder, isn't it? It's a bit, it's a bit, she's like a sort of naked zombie, isn't she? Yeah, she's sort of, well, it's quite obvious straight away that something's not right. And I think it's better when it sort of plays out gradually. Um, <clears throat> although I still do really like that scene, but I just think in this one, it's a little bit more subtle. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's, it's, it's like the, the way she, yeah, she sort of gets, serves it a delight. She, she reassures her enough that she goes into the house and then, yeah, as soon as she gets her down with a tea, she looks down, the tea's all of a sudden blood. And then, um, and then, <laughs> She runs out of the house. Oh, no, hang on. First of all, um, uh, uh, eventually that Mrs. Kirsch sort of bends down and starts saying to her, if I were you, I'd, I'd get out of here. And then when she lifts her face, she's like a zombified version of Bev's Bev, dad. dad. As it, if he like needed a, any more fucking help to look like a corpse. Oh, no. It was, it's like a shit Halloween mask. He looks a bit like Madonna. Like, <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> it reminded me very much of uh, Norman Bates. Yeah, 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 yeah. With a dead, with a dead skin mask. On. Yeah, he, and he sort yeah. of chases, he chases her out the house, and then when she turns around in the street, she turns back at the front door, and old Pennywise is there, and he just, he just sort of laughs at her for a couple of minutes, which I thought was quite funny. <laughs> he just, sort of, he just stands there, pointing there, and laughing like you dickhead, <laughs> you twat. <laughs> it's just a fucking corpse of your dad. He's scared of. Light it up a bit. Come on, Jesus Christ. Do you remember your old man? He used to touch you up a bit. Yeah, lovely bloke. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Oi, mate, I'll tell you what. Bev Bev is... is She's a bit loose in this film, I've got to say. she When she reunites with them all, I mean, we'll go back to her because there's a few more entrances back at the town. I think we do Richie Tozer's and you do Eddie's when he goes to see his dentist. But the bit where they all meet up at the Chinese restaurant... Um, she kisses Richie Tozer on the lips as soon as she comes back from her faint. As soon as she sees Bill Denbra, she kisses him on the lips. She ends up kissing Haystack. She fucking puts it about a bit. I tell you what, she ain't shy to go. I'll give her that. Well, she's been in an abusive relationship for years. She just wants to cut loose a bit. There's nothing wrong with that. She does. But she, when it's, she, fucking, it's fucking 90s, mate. Women can, you know, do what they like. I know. Oh, as she, long as they do it with big shoulder pads. <laughs> she did like a shoulder pad. Which was, Loves she, a shoulder pad. She did love a shoulder pad. But she, she, she she's, yeah, she's terrorised by the corpse of her dad. Um, uh, Richie Tozier comes back into town. And um, he, as he's driving past the theatre where they used to go, it just says, oh, oh <laughs> The Paramount. Oh, you scumbag. Not the Paramount, you scumbags. Where are these people going to get their culture? Uh, I only watched it last night. Um, <laughs> where am I going to fucking drop drop drinks on people now? I have to do it in the pub. <laughs> so that's what made me laugh. Is it, it, There's that scene where, obviously, Richie has, had, like as you say, he's dropped that drink on him in the cinema. And 
when Henry Bowers goes up to him in the cafeteria, I think you're meant to feel sorry for him because, like, oh, you know, poor Richie's getting bullied. You poured a fucking drink on him, mate. You deserve yeah, it. Punch. You fucking deserve it. I'd be the only guess is a bit of mashed potato on his fucking glasses anyway. Yeah, yeah, no. Henry, Henry Bowers talks a big game. I think he threatens to kill them about about 15 times in the film, but it never really gets any worse. You know, I think, yeah. all right, he goes to stab Stanley at some point, but that doesn't happen. And it, it just... <laughs> And, and he also, I think, I, I think this in both versions of the film, actually. The bit where they bring Henry Bowers, he, he kind of breaks out of the the, the, like, uh, the mental hospital he's in or whatever. Yeah. Do you think that, I think that subplot's a little bit pointless. because it, it just goes nowhere, yeah. He dies instantly. He breaks out, and this happens in both versions of the film. I thought they flesh it out a bit in the remake. But he breaks out. All right, he stabs, he stabs Mike, but Mike survives, and then he gets killed instantly. Um, mm. By I think Eddie in the second film was it Eddie in the first film too? I can't remember. I can't. Uh, it's no, isn't it, it Richie? Been, it might I have been. Was, I thought it was Richie in the in the in the new one. Ah, oh, see, I thought it was because he, he puked straight afterwards, didn't he? No, it might have... oh no, he's at the um, at the at the hotel. He's he's in there waiting for him, isn't he? And he stabs Eddie in the cheek, and then Eddie pulls the knife out and stabs him in the guts, but he manages to get away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, do you and know that he comes back? Yeah. Oh, okay. So he, he has a bit more to do in the second in in the remake, but yes. it, but in in the in the in the nineteen ninety version, he essentially they make a big thing out of getting him out of their mental hospital. Fucking Pennywise appears to him on the fucking moon, um, <laughs> and and he t- then turns into a giant dog head to to kill the coons. The um... <laughs> yeah. Did you uh, did you notice in that that obviously Coons is uh, Dean Coons is Stephen King's biggest rival? Yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I remember reading the trivia on that. And he's he's got like he holds a stack full of quarters, doesn't he? So when he punches, because you show him dropping the quarters. Apparently, when he beats up the mental page, because apparently he's like an abusive fucking. That's his thing. He's like an abusive uh, staff member at the yeah. hospital, and he had a stack of quarters he holds that sort of gives his punch a bit more oomph when he mm. when he when he throws his those at the crazies. And um and yeah, <laughs> essentially he gets it's a Pennywise becomes like a giant clown with a dog head. Don't really know why. Um, Bites. Maybe Koontz is scared of dogs. That's true. Oh, That's well, true. You never know. <clears throat> but then uh, here's why this is a bit of a plot hole, really, because if what they're saying is, I mean, you understand, like, the kids know that he's real. The grown up versions of the kids know that he's real, and so does Henry to an extent because of what happened in the past. But they also say that adults can't see him because they don't believe in it. And then all of a sudden, he's a clown dog. That's which true. That sa- sounds like a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, actually. It's true. They never really explain that in too much detail, why only the kids can see him and everyone else don't. It's just like, oh, yeah, they just grow up and forget. But then, yeah, as you say, when the plot calls for it, fucking Kuntz can see him, or Kuntz, whatever his name is. Um, Kuntz. (laughs) Good old Kuntz. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's... But, yeah, he bursts... He gets out of jail, uh, stabs Mike Hamlin at the the hotel. Mike fucking survives. He doesn't even do it, and, and then and then they kill Henry Bowers straight away. I just thought that was a bit of a bit of a waste, waste either a waste of opportunity or a waste of time. I can't, I, I don't really know which. I got myself a little bit of an ouchie back there, Bill. But but it was it's just I just kind of thought if they were going to keep him alive from the from the first part of the film because they make a point of keeping Henry Bowers around to yeah. essentially do fuck all to essentially they just prolong yeah. his, they just prolong his death really. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, it's, uh, I mean, you know, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I have actually read the the book. Read the book, have you? Oh. I've read the book. Yeah, and it's uh, and there's a lot more going on with Henry. You get a lot more about his backstory and stuff. He's a lot more interesting in the book that I've read. Oh, do you know I've actually read? 
over seven books in my life. Fuck me. And that is one of them. <laughs> oh, I love wow. to I love I love to read the all the books. I like with ones with words, I like ones with pictures. Yeah. Uh, I, I I'm reading the book at the moment to be fair. I'm I am i am on yeah. I'm yeah, I read more crime books. I'm I'm reading about a book on the Night Stalker at the moment. And, Ooh, uh, Dickie yeah. Ramirez. Yeah, old Ricky. Old Ricky Ramirez. Um yeah, I'm reading the book on him at the moment. Before that, I read a book about Pat Columbine. Uh, it's all very, it's all very happy-go-lucky reading in my house. Colum- uh, Columbine is that the '80s detective? No, Columbine, the high school shooting. Yeah, I know. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one more thing, my wife. One more thing. One more thing, my wife loves you, but I'm going to shoot you in the library. Um, Eric yeah. Harris and Dylan Klebold. Oh, good knowledge. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah I will. Uh, the book I read was his, his Dylan Klebold's mother's book. Oh Christ! Yeah, it was like from yeah. from from the killer's mum's perspective. It's interesting. Right? I, I'll, I'll, I'll 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 lend it you. No, oh, thanks very much. Yeah, I look forward to that. Uh, also, yeah. uh, um, there's a book on the West Memphis Three. I don't know if you read that. That's uh, I, I, I I know the case. I watched a documentary about it not long ago. I like me a crime doc. Me and the missus oh, watching so quite a lot I. actually. Yeah, I don't like a crime doc. But so um, do I highly recommend the last podcast on the left if you want to get your crime fix. Yeah, I've heard that's good. I've heard that's, that's me, good. Oh, was it? See, all goes in. It's all in there somewhere. Yeah. I've never seen you write. <laughs> I've never seen you write anything down, David. It's all up there. So like, all is up it? here. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've 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 sidetracked somewhat. So um, yeah. Um, I suppose the next scene you you see Richard Tozier going back into town. So yeah, he's he's um, he, he shows R.I.P. Richard Tozier on the cinema screening as he's going past it, and then he ends up in the library, and uh, Pennywise pops up as he's mm. asking to see Mike. And do you know, what, like, for me, I think the best acting in this. Film. I know what you're going to say. It's It's the the extras. It's the extras (laughs) in this scene when the fucking blood balloons pop in their face. Because I have to say, um, when 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 someone uh, bursts their fluid in my face, um, I can never keep my eyes open. No, uh, no, no, it can stink, can't it? (laughs) It can indeed. Oh, when someone blows a load in my face, it it, it, it can. I definitely have to close at least one eye. Um, Yeah, but it's not either of the ones on your face. <laughs> yeah, they 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 managed to get through the whole scene with only minimal flinching. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's essentially basically Pennywise makes all these balloons pop up, and because uh, obviously the idea with these extras is they can't see the balloons, so they're not meant to react to it. And when mm. a fucking balloon pops in your face and you're fucking covered in blood, I'd imagine that takes some fucking doing. I'd be interested in how many takes they had to do with that. Um, yeah, I hope they got a little bit extra money for that. Yeah, man, because uh, a lot of them did pretty well. I think one bloke, I think the, the last bloke you see, I think he, I think he quite openly blinked. He's really, it's a really slow blink as well. He just, so I think, I think he, uh, he let the side down a little bit. But the rest of them, kudos, fair play. <laughs> kudos. It's meant to be kudos, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that I just prefer, reminded me of uh, cooties. Prefer my version, kudos. Kudos. Um, <laughs> sounds like something you'd order at a Turkish restaurant. Uh, yeah, it does sound like a kebab, doesn't it? Yeah, so no, mm. it sounds like a dip you'd get with your pita bread. Oh, I love a dip. Uh, I do. I do a partial bit of hummus, oh. but um, but yeah, they 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 end up. So Richie Richie ends up kind of getting freaked out by Pennywise. Pennywise sort of. Seems to, in this scene, descend into a bit of a comedy character. Oh, he's great, yeah. He's got a rattle. He's got a fucking rattle. Like a rattler. You know, the fucking... The The things you have in football matches. Yeah. One balloon, not enough. How about a bunch? (laughs) 
Yeah, it's also reading a paper. It's 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 um quite quite a random scene of uh, of, of old Pennywise, and um it just happens he... to be in the library. Go, he's there for a read. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if he likes Richie a bit more than the rest of them as well, because with the rest of them, it's very much like I'm going to fucking kill you. But with Richie, he's like, get out of town, get out of town tonight before it's too late. He sort of almost gives Richie a chance, like, oh fuck off, and I won't, mm. and I won't hurt you. I very much enjoy your talk show. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, I've seen you stand up. You're all right. Now, fuck off out of here and I won't, I won't eat you. Is this where he does the, is your refrigerator running? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You better cut <laughs> off your phone. What's Do you have Prince Albert in a can? You don't. You better let him out. <laughs> yeah, they are the worst fucking jokes in the world. Um I think they're old bits. Yeah, no, they are. They are. Um, but I think even for naughty naughty, they were fucking old. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but no. It's so so that's 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 Richie's entry back in, and then you get old Eddie Casprat go to see his dentist. Oh no, sorry, he's uh, he's old. Um, goes to the pharmacist, doesn't he? Yeah, and he I just fought. wanted to say thank you because you tried to tell me the truth for a long time ago. And um, I mean, the old bloke's a bit fucking. I don't know if he's got Alzheimer's or something. Well, all he keeps talking about is cigars and licorice, which I'd imagine. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he just used to use those two things as bait or... Um, but lured them in with the licorice and then yeah. stuffed them full of cigars. <laughs> like Bill Clinton. Or Jimmy Savile. Um, <laughs> he liked a cigar, didn't he? Um, oh, fuck it all. Oh, he liked a cigar, amongst other things. Um, but yeah... <laughs> Yeah, Eddie, Eddie Kasprat goes back to get his get his. He, he basically, I think we covered it in the last episode, but he's his overly paranoid mum put him on a lot of bullshit medicine to try and make him think he was sick. And his 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 old pharmacist tried to tell him the truth, and he went back to thank him. Uh, and he's at this point, he's like old, and he's his son runs the store, and he's just kind of sat in the back. Just I don't really know what he's doing. He's just kind of sat at the back of the shop, being I've got nowhere else to keep him. Basically, a bit old and deranged. And uh, Eddie goes to try and thank him, and. Uh, he, he briefly thinks that he sort of remembers him. He goes, oh, it's too old, Sonny. Water. And then he grabs him and he becomes Pennywise and he's, get out of town. Um, you know, the sort of standard threats we're used to now by the clown. Um, but it's, it's, and then it sort of ends with them all. I think we've covered the countries back in the town because Stan doesn't make it. He kills himself. Pussy. Um, Bye, Stan. Yeah. Stan, Stan's Bye. off. Yeah. Bye, mate. Stand, stand aside to slit his wrist in the bathtub. But again, I think we covered that in the last episode. The only problem we're doing a two-parter on this is I've forgotten what scenes we covered in the last episode and what ones we haven't. Did we cover the stand suicide? Yeah, we mentioned it briefly, I think, at the end of the end of the last one because it's one of the last bits, isn't it? Yeah. See, uh, it's after they've gone and killed... The, well, they th- think they've killed him in the sewer and then it flashes back to Stan and he's all dead in the bath on that and he's written... Uh, what he would have done for a pen in that moment. (laughs) (laughs) I love, I love how, why even bother writing it? I mean, it's not going to make his wife any less confused. Uh, Leave a fucking note, mate. You know, it, it, (laughs) I'd rather kill myself than working computers. Yeah. Maybe maybe he's saying, have you tried switching me back on and off, off and on again? I didn't get the job at Apple. So I'm going to end it. (laughs) I'm going to end it all, fucking Steve Jobs. Oh, dear. <laughs> we, all, we also get the infamous scene where um, uh, Haystack starts kissing Bev. Um, oh, yeah. That's my favourite scene in the, the whole fir- second part. And Bev becomes Pennywise because it's the clown. 
Kiss me, fat boy. I mean, wouldn't that just make you paranoid about getting laid in Derry? Like, well, what? it's either going to make me paranoid about ever having sex again or really horny for clowns. It, well, well, I mean, imagine if you're hanging out the back of some bird. <laughs> you know, you're hanging out the back of your missus or, or, or whatever. Did you just say it, hanging out the back of your missus? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well. I've never heard that expression before, but I like it. Oh, really? You've never heard that? All right. Well, imagine you're banging away and you're sort of halfway through, you're halfway through the throes of passion and you look up and Pennywise is just winking at you. All right? Like, I'd never want to have sex in that town ever again. Just honking his nose. <laughs> That's why there's white paint on it. Uh, <laughs> Fucking eyelashes all glazed up. <laughs> oh, don't stop now. <laughs> I would. Well, if it could go that far, if he could, if he could, if he could, if he can become someone else, like if he can turn into a bird and trick you into kissing him, how far would he be willing to take it if he's got a horn on for the day? It's a good point. I mean, yeah, we, they go into quite great detail to explain that he, you know, he likes to eat children and... Does he, he like children to eat him? <laughs> Yeah, that will, you all taste so much better when you're afraid. Oh, but, uh, fucking, hell. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell! Yeah, but they never go into his uh, his sexual proclivities. So maybe, yeah. What does he fuck? Does he just uh, does he just use one of his many legs to bash <laughs> one out? One leg up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Like a one man Audrey. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> he calls it pretzel time because that's what he looks like. <laughs> I mean, th- th- there's a bit as well, I think, when um, I think it's not uh, when um, the, the clowns, I think he's become Stanley's decapitated head in the fridge. Oh, um, that's fantastic. Yeah. Hey, hey, Wheezy, how's your sex life? Watch your sex life. Um, and then Eddie Kasprat tells him always a virgin. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's right at the end, isn't it? Guys, I never fucked anyone because I just wanted to fuck all of you. Well, do you know what? I think you see the bloke slowly start to move away from him because he goes, yeah. uh, he, goes, he, goes he goes, I've never slept with anybody because I've never slept with anyone I didn't love. And I only love you guys. <laughs> I think some of the blokes would look at him like, so what, you want to fuck us? <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. I said I'd come back to kill a clown. I didn't say I'd come back to fucking to fuck your wheezy little bum hole. Um, <laughs> fucking spraying his asthma inhaler all over his cock for lube, <laughs> and he still didn't get laid. He, that, you had to you had to feel sorry for him. Bev kissed nearly every bloke in the film, and even when he said he was a virgin and he'd only sleep with people he loves and he only loves you guys, Bev, Bev still didn't take the hint. She's like, Nah. Do you know what? I mean, there is always the risk of AIDS. Yeah, I'm all right to be honest. Not with him, there isn't. The one, <laughs> the one time, fucking one time, Bev decides to be picky. <laughs> Help the poor guy out because he dies not long after that confession. So well done, yeah. Bev. Could have taken. Then, then she's game on for a fuck. All of a sudden, <laughs> the rigor mortis kicks in. Oh dear. No, couldn't even help a dying virgin get laid, Bev. Poor form. Um, fucking bitch. I mean, his 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 dying his death scene is. Strange. It's, well, he just I, gets I, dropped. I believe in the Easter Bunny. I believe in the Tooth Fairy, but I don't believe in you. 
<laughs> just like, probably don't believe in those two things and believe in the thing that killed you because it might have kept you alive a bit longer, you silly prick. Um, yeah. When was the yeah. last time you had any sort of encounter with the Tooth Fairy? Oh, yeah, no. I love that. I, I believe in the Tooth Fairy. I believe in the Easter Bunny. What? <laughs> You're about 40. What are you talking yeah. about? He's a serial killer. <laughs> And it's, it, oh, the serial killer who goes around murdering people and collecting their teeth. <laughs> I also like the way. I think at some point after, like halfway through the film, I think it's after the stand's head scene. Beth just goes, "Why is it so mean? <laughs> why is it so mean?" And I can I can deal with the murder, but why does he have to say such nasty things? I just think that's really. It's, I think that's a really light-hearted way to describe a serial-killing child-eating clown. Like, oh, he's, yeah. a mean, he's a meanie, isn't he? It's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, that Jeffrey Dahmer was a bit of a meanie, didn't he? Yeah, he killed, he killed men and ate them. <laughs> he wasn't very nice, was he? Why are you so, why are you so mean, Jeffrey? Wreck my pussy, but not my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh for fuck's sake oh dear we've sexualized this episode somewhat um <laughs> well serves her right for putting it out all over Derry. <laughs> yeah Stephen king's fault he wrote it um yeah. but um yeah I, I think uh we've glossed over a couple of things so they end up at the chinese restaurant didn't they um where he they... does Derry. sorry <laughs> Stephen King's clit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Stephen King's Cucho. (laughs) Starring penis wise. Um, (laughs) And the the lucky seven inches. Um, getting together in this uh, Chinese restaurant don't they um, they had oh, a yeah. big, big reunion meal where they reunite with, obviously apart from Stan who's off himself and um, the, first, the first thing Bill, De- Bill Denbra who, who uh, basically claims to be very much in love with his wife Audra who follows into dairy and blah, blah, blah. but the first thing he does when he sees Bev is, is kiss her on the lips it's like, oh, the old marriage veils went out the window there um, and um, yeah and- <laughs> Literally, I mean, he, he, he talks about how much he loves Audra. I mean, he saves her at the end, doesn't he, by that stupid bike ride, giving her a fucking backy. Because basically, yeah, basically, sorry to put to put people into context, the people who because I've probably skipped over a couple of bits. Audra goes to Derry to follow because Bill, she was right. Bill was randomly just announced he was going back to Derry and didn't really explain why, and she kind of follows him because she thinks she's in trouble. While she's on the way into town, she gets kidnapped by Pennywise, um, and he kind of puts her in like a comatose state really doesn't he yeah another hu- another adult who can inexplicably see the fucking clown he's disguised himself as a fucking petrol station that's what he used to call when they were kids don't you, <laughs> want, your, don't you want your bloom Miss Denver um, and uh, yeah he, he, he takes he, yeah he, he essentially kidnaps her and she's in a comatose state when they do eventually rescue her at the end she's in a comatose state and uh, the way Bill revives her is by um, essentially riding along on his old bike um, and I don't mean Beverly Marsh. I mean, um, 
Yeah, that would have been fucking awkward, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, he puts her on a high ho silver, his bike, and starts sort of dro- riding down a hill in Derry, going, beat it. Beat it or jump it. I thought he was going to jump into a rendition of Michael Jackson. Because he's, yeah. like, Be he's just really desperate for a hand job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what you don't see is he's got his zip undone. Beat it, Audra. Beat it. <laughs> it's no fun if you're not awake. <laughs> beat it, beat it. But yeah, he basically... Um, it's a quite random. Uh, to be honest, th- th- this film largely gets criticised for its ending. That being one of them, it's a bit of a weak way of reviving order. And, and also the um, the ending scene when we see what its ultimate form is, which was a, a light-up spider. It's a uh, big crab spider thing. It's a yeah. crab spider. You know, I haven't rewatched it for the first time in years. I mean, it's not even a scary-looking spider. It's a little it's crab. It's like a Harryhausen stop-frame animation. It, yeah, it, it, it looks like a bog standard Pokemon it's not even a good spider like if you're gonna fucking turn it into a spider have it look a lot fucking Aragog from fucking Harry Potter or something like it, this is a shit little spider it looks like a oh, it's rubbish isn't it uh, if it were a Pokemon it'd be called something like lamp tits <laughs> titty lamps that's it titty lamps it's it basically yeah it's it's a very disappointing end basically the clown it should have just been the clown it didn't need to be anything underneath it could have just been it was just a shit what, you mean, they just had a Power Rangers style fist fight with the clown at the end. I'd, I'd rather that. I'd rather that than what it fucking was. I mean, they did a slightly better job with it in the remake. They made it a bit more. It wasn't like a shitty little crab spider. It was. It still had Pennywise's head, didn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like Pennywise, but with yeah, it, it, with yeah, spider lower half. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was. It was still pretty shit though it's it's a weird little ending it's got basically it's got what they call the dead lights which anyone who looks into it kind of goes into a climate that's what he did to wardra um and he, he kills eddie he kills oh wheezy gets killed off that way um the rest of them all survive though i mean they, they, they have they have the reunion first i suppose we've skipped a couple of bits that uh, when they're in the chinese restaurant they fucking um they have a bit when his fortune cookies come out again. The fucking CGI on this is great, either, is it? it is. Oh, mate. Yeah, these, well, these are all practical effects, but yeah, there's yeah. an eyeball in one of them. There's a dead baby bird. bird. Yeah. As, as much as I love this film and probably still prefer the original version of it, it does look dated when you watch it now. It looks it's incredible. I, I do think maybe the last third of the film is pretty weak. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Now, now that I watch it back, I mean, when I was a kid, it just used to scare the shit out of me. But like, you know, like you say, the terrible practical effects, the the stop stop motion spider at the end. Yeah, titty yeah. lamps. Titty lamps. <laughs> titty lamps. I choose you. <laughs> Eddie's there putting his cap on backwards. Oh fucking Eddie, little virgin. Um, Ugh. But no, it's it's yeah. It, it I, I still I, don't worry. I still very much enjoy the, the, this film for what it is. But yeah, if if you're a big CGI fan, this is um, it's, it's it's yeah. I think I fucking must have used up the budget. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so many cast members. I mean, there's they've got 14 main cast members, 15 if you include Tim Curry. So I'm assuming they just used up the budget on the actors' salaries because the CGI yeah. weren't a lot left weren't a lot left over for the old CGI. If there's any justice in the world, despite only appearing in 22 minutes of the film overall, Tim Curry would have got the bulk of the of that budget because uh, he's by far the best performer. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I thought some some of the child actors and actresses. The girl that played Beverly Marsh was good. I thought. Yeah, I like her. I, yeah, she's popped up in a few bits. When I was when I first watched this, I used to really fancy her. Oh really? 
Yeah, which is, uh, I mean, I was only about eight, so it's, don't, you know, don't start fucking fighting. So to clarify, you don't fancy her now, no? No, definitely not. Okay. Not, not, well, I don't, no, not the child. <laughs> and actually, no, I don't, I don't know what she looks like now as a, as an adult. So I don't, and also I've never met her and we don't know. So fuck off, leave me alone, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm not seeing, I'm not she's on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> follow her on the old Stranger Kings kids. Stranger um, Kings. Oh yes, um, Stranger but, Kings. Straight, no things. I said things. Well, you said kings. Oh, kutos. Um, <laughs> I got, I got my own way with wires. All right, Mike. I got my own way with them. It's all right, mate. You're a maverick. That's always been your style. Absolutely, absolutely. But um, yeah, there was um, oh, was really because I, I wrote down a few um, a few notes when when watching this one because um. Uh, it, let's, uh, let's seamlessly just move back to some of the things you wanted to mention. Uh, do you know what? Although I haven't looked at it, I don't know. I, 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 to be honest, a lot of the things I wrote down as notes, we've kind of we've kind of spoken about them naturally, anyway. Actually, to be fair, well, it's because we're professionals. We are, mate. We're pros. We're pros. There was, there was, um, yeah. I, I, I think, um, I think overall, I, I think. Um, the second part of the remake is better than the second part of the original, probably. But yeah, well, I think I think the second uh, the adult actors are better, aren't they? <clears throat> oh, mate, yeah. The, 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 the whole the whole second film is 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 better than the first, I think. Yeah, you got Bill Hader, man. Uh, yeah, Bill Hader, James McAvoy, who's a fucking legends. Jessica you know, Chastain. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Jessica Chastain's. Yeah, Jessica Chastain's. Um, but yeah, uh, do you know what I read? A, a lot of the kids who were in this film didn't do loads more. Really. I th- see, I thought the kid who played Henry Babbles was really good. Um, yeah, I thought so. But he, he wasn't much. You're going to get a surprise. You're going to get, get such a surprise. Such a surprise. His name, I think his name's Jared Blanchard. He wasn't in much else, yeah. really. Um, right. He did. I think he did about 10 or 15. He ain't acted in about 20 years, I don't think. Which I thought, I thought, because I, I, found, I found an interview with him and adult Mike Hanlon. On uh, on YouTube, Tim something about yeah, uh, no, no, no. Uh, sorry, kid Mike Candon. So I think it's Marlon Taylor. I think his name is. Yeah, um, right, yeah. I, I found I found it's only about four minutes long, but they're, they're at some kind of I think some kind of horror, like you know, like a what are they called? Um, what are they called? Not Comic Con, like a horror con. Like they're, they're, like, like, yeah, like a horror convention. And then it was uh, yeah, it was it was um, uh, Mike's young Mike. Sorry, the child actor who played Mike and. Uh, Jared Blanchard, and uh, yeah, he's bald now. He's old Henry Bowers. Good as he should be. Well, he ain't got to worry about his hair tone anymore. He ain't got none. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah. Well, I'd love it if that part of that interview was just him going. Well, you know, the good thing about playing that character is that I really did hate black people. So <laughs> I, really, I could channel that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Jared. Fuck off. <laughs> Out you go. <laughs> No, it was it was um I think overall I think it, yeah it was it was cool rewatching it again. I I I, I the the head in the uh, the head in the fridge scene that we covered on quickly was the well, that that was quite a cool scene. Well, when they were in the library and and a bit when he's when he, he, he types on the typewriter he he what is it he thrust his he fist. thrusts his fist against the posts and still insists he sees the ghosts. See, I fucking struggle to say that to be fair. Mind you, I can't. Mind you, I can't say kudos. So, um, uh, yeah. But next time you need to order a kebab, you're fucking sorted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. It's it's that 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 was a cool scene. Uh, but so I liked a bit when he just goes, "Yeah." He goes, uh, "My my therapist used to make me say that to help with my 
Success. Richard just goes to him, not helping really, is it? Take the dick out of your mouth, Bill. I mean, to be honest, a lot, a lot of the fucking dent, a lot, lot. I think now the werewolf that was a fucking shite special effect and all. The werewolf, mm, I, I, it's, I, I move. Said, it's like a Halloween mask. It is like yeah. a Halloween. Like it doesn't, it, the face doesn't move. It's nicely sculpted, and uh, I would imagine all of the hairs on it were probably individually placed in there. But unfortunately, it's got no no motion whatsoever. So no, you having a bit of windy pops? Yeah, no, I burnt there. Yeah, yeah. So if you, have you got a beer on the go? I did. I opened a beer. I thought I had, I had a couple in the fridge. I thought we, we we like to the beer when we do this podcast, don't we? Oh, absolutely. And it is tis, tis Friday. Yeah, we're recording it on Friday at lunchtime. So yeah. The party started early in the Kingston house. It's quarter to three, okay? We, we have a rule in this house, any time before 9 a.m. <sighs> That's it. That's... <laughs> Goes for every activity. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm on my like, yeah, no, it's Friday. I, I usually um, I usually go for, for a pint after I finish work on a Friday. So I, I finish working. An hour and a half anyway, so I thought, why not? I love it. I'd put it this way, if I was in the office, like uh, you know, we, we'd usually go to the pub on a Friday lunchtime. So Absolutely. this is my this is my equivalent to go to the pub, record a podcast, have a have a have a tinny. And um, don't worry, I'm not trying to alky shame you or anything. I, I'm right, I, you know, I haven't got any <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> uh, I've had a coffee though, and I'll tell you what, mate, I am fucking blazing. I am yeah. fucking, oh, I'm ready to go, mate. Honestly, like the weekend has started. You know what I mean? Yeah, fucking, like, yeah it's good. Uh, I, yeah. I say I had a coffee, I just snorted it. <laughs> Big fat line of Nescafe, nice. <laughs> are you are you having a, are you having a beverage later? Or I'm not sure. I'm not sure. No, um, sort of a bit skint, really. So, if anybody wants to send me any beer, uh, email us at rearprojectionpod at gmail.com <laughs> and I will forward you the address. Yeah, and, and while you're at it, if you get us send an email offering in beer, um, offer to shag the Yeti. Yeah, can we have a bit of Yeti fucking, please? Yeah, because that, I, that, that... I know we've left it behind, but it's still we have left it behind. But spirit. I think if we're going to if we're going to encourage people to email about other things, they might as well, you know, two two for one in one email. You can you can pay for Mike's beer and check our hairy friend. <laughs> if you if you are a brewer or work for any sort of beer company, uh, send us free beer. We'll promote it on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> That's a fucking great shout. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Also, if there's any crack dealers that listen to uh, that listen to our podcast, uh, send us some free samples, and uh, we'll, we'll, I'll WhatsApp a few people your number. Love a bit of crack on this podcast. We Why are the, the pro crack podcast. No, we're not. By the way, it ruins lives. Yeah, um, no, we don't. We don't really do crack. Um, do we? Do you? Ever. Don't know. Yeah, uh, I was going to say. Depends on what kind of crack you're talking about, baby. Well, hey, hey, hey! Ha 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 ha! <laughs> but yeah um oh do you know one thing i did read up on in the old uh special effects um tim curry they wanted to put a load of like rubber prosthetics and that on tim curry but he he, uh, he weren't having it yeah he, he said um he, i don't know if he'd worn a lot because he'd worn a lot in have you seen the film legend that he's in Yes. When he plays the big the big horn oh, demon. Tell a lie. I haven't seen the film, but I have seen the pictures of him as the demon. And yeah. I've also seen the pictures where they've unscrewed the horns out of his head. He just looks like a mouse. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, he said he, did, he said he didn't want to fucking have all that shit put on his face again. So basically, they just put makeup on him in the end. He's basically and a bald cap. Yeah, and a bald cap. Oh, yeah. Definitely he's... a bald cap because his, oh. his, his cranium, otherwise, he's... 
I mean, I can see why he had a stroke if he's got a fucking Swede like that. Yeah. Well, fuck me. Look at the head on the fucking, the, 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 the newer Pennywise. He's got a right old dome on him, hasn't he? <laughs> see, that he's was got... that was a prosthetic head. Oh, yeah. It would, ha- well, it would have to be. He had a head like a South Park character. He, 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 he had a head like, he had a head like, <laughs> he had a head like Timmy. Timmy! He did. He had a head like Timmy. He, he had a big old fucking... <laughs> and again, it's always nice to watch a, a ginger with a worse hairline than mine. I know, I know, I made that joke in the first podcast, but it's even more of a thing in the remake of that film. It's, <laughs> it's, they make they're like as if his hairline wasn't any shitter. They make it worse in the remake. Mm. It's like fucking Bobby yes. Charlton going around in clown makeup. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Old footballer, terrible hairline. All right, yeah. Sorry, I forgot. Forgot, forgot. You're not big on the old sports. Ah, it's not for me, mate. No, no. no. Don't, well, I don't want to go into it, but it's not for me. By the way, who is picking the next episode? That's a good question, that. We kind of settled on it because I couldn't really think of one. Did you have one in mind? Uh, I haven't even thought about it. No? No. I've been too busy just itching to go for this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've always got the crow on standby if we can't think of anything. Oh no! I mean, no, there's a few I kind of thought about doing. There's a film called Now and Then, which which is would, would be quite a good one to do. Although I don't think it's particularly very well known. And and the feedback I get is is people prefer listening to it when it's a film they've seen. I think so. I'm trying to keep them a bit less obscure. Um, we could uh, we could bite the bullet and go for contact. <laughs> <laughs> we could. There's contact. There's there's also there's Mrs. Doubtfire was one I thought. Uh, of. That's a good choice. I thought Mrs. Doubtfire. I mean, I mean, it's it's a man dressed as a woman for you know. So some of some of some of it writes itself. Mm. Um, although we don't we don't really write any jokes really. We so we'll, uh, uh, we make a couple of notes, but it's all off the cuff with us. Yeah, which is why sometimes yeah. we go down weird little cul-de-sacs. Yeah, uh, that's why sometimes it's not fucking funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> why sometimes you could be waiting ten minutes for something that's relatively humorous. <laughs> Well, we have to go through several scenes of, the, scenes of the film to get to a point where we can tell a joke. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, there's obviously, I mean, you think, because we're, we're mainly doing like... Um, films. F- no, like 90s at the moment, really, is kind of the category we settled on for this series, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's, I mean, there is, of course, um, the Jurassic Park. There's fucking, uh, uh, what else is there? Um, and the porn version of that, Jurassic Pork. <laughs> Which I'd fucking watch. <laughs> Fuck's sake. There's uh there's the film I mean we could do more horror films. There's the film seven. Uh, Mind you got you got Pulp Fiction, Fight Club. There's quite a few actually. Yeah, I know there was, it was quite a popular period uh, for films in the nineties. I don't yeah. know if we've got time to list them all now, but um we can no. give it a bloody good go. <laughs> uh, have you got anything else you wanted to cover on it that we haven't covered over the two episodes? Because we're <clears throat> no no i think um it's uh yeah i mean this put this part is the part the part that's too pair ha mm, it's fun to make <laughs> syllables uh <laughs> sorry i lost myself there it's all the coffee i've been snorting um uh the, se- the second part is definitely more disappointing than the first uh and, it, and the ending is fucking weak um and some of the acting is bad yeah uh, and i think we've sort of run out of steam on it now um so no, yeah. I don't think there's anything about that that I would like to cover. Um, I could talk more about well, you know some of the books you know... that I've read. <laughs> no, do you know what it is? I, I think it's I think I think it's uh, um, one hour on it. It probably wouldn't have been enough, but two hours probably we don't need to cover it on that much. Uh, I, I think. Ah, mm. I've got a good one. I've, I, I might have. Oh. A choice. Brace yourselves, viewers. I might have a. Cho- 
Oh, do you know what? I might have a choice uh, for for our next uh-huh. episode. Go on, Edward Scissorhands. Oh, nice! Oh, and the porn version oh, yeah. of it, uh, Edward Scissorminge. <laughs> oh, dildo hands. Oh, I don't fucking know. No, nah, your first one was better. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think Edward Scissorhands. What do you reckon? Yep. Fuck it. Why not? I think I think I'm a little bit behind. I think uh, I can hear myself echoing on the thing. I, I think I'm a little bit behind uh, recording wise. I don't know. There's a delay. Well, we'll find out when I when I play it back. Um, yeah, it could be the internet connection. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm all right with Edward Scissorhands. I believe it's on Disney Plus. Is it? Uh, I think it is, oh, or it might. It might even be on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, it'll be on any, one of them. Any... Or Amazon Prime. Fucking hate Johnny Depp, so uh, that'll be fun. <laughs> and it's got a uh, what's her name in it as well, isn't it? The uh, the bird who shoplifted. Uh, Winona Ryder. What's her name? Winona, Winona Ryder. Do you know Johnny Johnny Depp dated her, um, mm. and he got Winona forever tattooed on his arm. And when they broke oh. up, he got the oh, he got the N and the A removed. It just says Wino forever. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I actually read about that quite recently. Fair enough. I mean, he certainly lived up to that expectation, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's got a bit down here, wasn't he, old Johnny Depp, lately? But um, I suppose we'll cover that more in the, in the, in the uh, Scissorhands episode itself. We don't want to uh, use some material on, a, on an episode yeah, dedicated to it. another film. He just needs another wife to kick the shit out of, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that Amber Heard come off a bit sketchy. I, 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 think, I don't think he's... I don't think he's a. I think he's got his issues. I think he's got his demons. Mm. But no, I, we'll I, see. yeah, yeah, no. I, I, but um, yeah, he's. Oh, well, but all right then. So we're settled on Edward Scissorhands for the next episode, yeah. Tell you what, it's a fucking good job he still hasn't got the scissor hands. <laughs> <laughs> She'd have been fucking regretting that marriage. <laughs> all right, cool. Are we set on that then? Edward Scissorhands. Yes, mate. Let's do. Yeah, let's do that. Bone Town Rats. Let's do it, and then we. Can, I mean, afterwards, if you want to do the crow afterwards, uh, we can. We, you can. Well, let's let's just, let's let's stick to the usual format of deciding at the end of each episode. But yeah, because it'll be your turn next. Then. All right. Well, let's see what I come up with next week. It'll be the crow, but uh, <laughs> let's maintain an air of mystery. <laughs> and after, and the week after that, I'll probably pick Mrs. Doubtfire. So. <laughs> <laughs> We've probably just mapped out the rest of the series there unintentionally. Um, you won't, you won't see it coming. We'll always keep you guessing, you cunts. <laughs> the crowd followed by Mrs. Doubtfire. So if you do need to do some fucking watching, get on and do it. Yeah, that way you'll get more out of it. All right. <laughs> oh dear. Right. Okay. So I guess we should rate it before uh, we close off this episode. Um, mm. I'm going to go with a solid. Nine. Yeah. Um, do you know what? Watching it again this time around, it's not as good as I remember, but it still has a very fond place in my heart. So I'm going to give it a seven. Oh, a seven. It's lower than a four. Because, well, if you have to rate it on the basis of it being a good production, yeah, like it, it needs. It probably needs to drop down a couple of points. I think um, it's mainly. I think it's mainly nostalgia and Tim Curry, which is why I, I I probably rate it so highly still. But the CGI fucking let it down, and some of the acting's not great. Yeah, were it not for Tim Curry, it would have it probably would have been a shit show. 
Yeah, no, no. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I've probably overrated it slightly. There was, uh, I'll, I'll go down to an eight and a half, actually. I, 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 I don't, no, don't change your mind now just because I said that. Oh, I'm very easily swayed. Very Be easily swayed. I was, saying, I was saying this to Maddie the other day. Oh, no, no. Do you know, because you get, obviously, ever since we've had Freedom Day and, and everyone's been like... Um, oh, don't, don't con- fucking say that. Well, the country's been divided, haven't they? Because some people will know it's too early. We still need to stay indoors. Some people are no, fuck it. We never should have been indoors in the first place. And I seem to change my opinion depending on who I talk to. Because I had someone convincing me that going that, that another lockdown was a great idea and he managed to talk me into it. I had someone mm. else convincing me it was all bollocks. If, if I'd lived in... Berlin in the 1920s. I think Hitler oh, probably could convince you know. me to join his cause. Oh, oh he would have probably, if he'd have called, called me in a pub in Hamburg, he probably could have, oh, he put it, oh, put it within the night thinking, you know what, you got a point that off. Fair play. No, mate, yeah. you big, big ginger freckly fucker like you, you'd have been straight in an oven. <laughs> Either that or just you'd have been put in a cage for, for the SS's entertainment. <laughs> Bring out the goon! <laughs> Bring out the goon. Watch him, watch him. Watch him drink Fosters out of a boot. I do not drink Fosters. No, no. And I've never be, seen you drink Fosters. No, and to be fair, if I was in Germany, if they're going to make me drink in a cage, they can at least give me one of them. Germany's renowned for decent beer. At least it gives me decent to drink out the boot. Well, that's the that's the sweet irony. Paulina. Yeah. Who? Erdinger. Just naming German beers. Erdinger. That sounds like that sounds like you're describing the genitalia of a woman who's got a knob. <laughs> oh, right. On, on, on that note, uh, should we uh, should we wrap this up? Um, sure, fucking thing, cunty. Yeah, bit of, bit of a shorter episode this week. We were only covering the second half of the movie, and we actually, in hindsight, talked about quite quite a few of the scenes in the first episode. So it's mainly it. We, yeah, we only really needed another forty minutes really to cover that movie. So uh, yeah, next week, yeah. episode seventeen, we are going to do the Tim Burton movie, which I think was nineteen ninety. Edward Scissorhands. Tune Edward in, mofos. Um, Scissorhands. Uh, over to you, Mike, for uh, what has now become a weekly tradition. Have yourselves a lovely week. We'll miss you. We love you. I hope you all live to the next episode so that you can listen to it. Uh, I don't want to put a morbid spin on things right now, but, you know, every day is another gamble in, in this current climate. Um, so if you make it to tomorrow, high five yourself, you know. Just, but just I tell you, just, just you're do not going to do it. You're not going to do it <laughs> by puffing on the fromage, are you? So whatever you do, stay away from that. I don't know how that, I, I, even though I know it's coming, it still makes me chuckle. I don't know why. Um, right, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. This has been episode 16 on part two of Stephen King's It. See you next week for Edward Scissorhands. Goodbye. Laters. Goodbye.